You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Warden. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. I am delighted for today's guest because he's often the one doing what I'm doing and now gets to be in the position of being the interviewee instead of the interviewer. Although we'll see, maybe this will turn into an interview interview. We'll see how it works. But please help me welcome Dan DeVilio to the WKHS studio. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So we have a lot to dive into, but let's start with introductions. So you are new, not new to Kent County. We know who you are, but new to Kent County Public Schools. So can you share with us your position and what it involves? Yes, absolutely. I am the public relations and communications specialist for Kent County Public Schools. That's a new position that's been created. And I'm part of my role is to help tell the story of Kent County Public Schools and and help our community uh, better know what's going on. I love that. I'm so excited. I know a lot of people were really excited about this position and it's something that I think is so, so needed to really share and, and highlight all the good that, that happens in the district. So really excited about that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things, and this is like my favorite thing to do with each guest. So we talk about what you're currently doing, but then we go back, like way back, like let's go back to junior or senior year of high school. What did you think you wanted to pursue or what was of interest to you at that time? At that time, boy, we're that's going back a long time at this point <laughs> for me. <laughs> Think back. Uh, everything from uh, music to acting to it, ultimately, I ended up starting out as a business major okay. in college, and and I thought I thought that's where I wanted to go at one point. I wanted to work in in, in boardrooms and big business and be in Manhattan and yeah. Um, and then that changed the direction. Oh, yeah. Wait, so music. So were you involved in music in school? Um, I did uh, I did some choir, though I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a particularly great singer. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like I followed a whole bunch of friends into a classroom, and, you know, it was a nice loose atmosphere that yeah. we could have some fun in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've not any sort of accomplished musician by any stretch. <laughs> but you you decided to go to college. Was that kind of always part of the story or how did that because we have some students that you know don't don't really consider college until senior year or some that don't consider it at all and was that always kind of in the back of your mind? Co- college was always a path uh, that I saw for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now where in particular I wanted to go to college, I didn't have um, a great idea on that. I grew up here on the shore, and I knew I wanted to take some time off from the shore, and sure. I, I wanted to see a different environment. Yeah. So um, I ended up at a college just outside of New York City. I, I wanted that metropolitan feel. Yeah. 
and very then, different from yes. the shore <laughs> <laughs> and then when i was done with that I, my plan had been like i said to to move to the city yeah at at the end of my time in college i i was ready to come back to air, an area with a bit more space and yeah came back to the shore again yeah isn't that funny how that happens like you want to spread your wings and it's good and I, I i think i try to tell students like go explore see what else is out absolutely. there and get all kinds of knowledge and then come back and appreciate what you have yeah absolutely yeah so you've been back on the shore since then yes yeah. uh i i did do a stint where um i was over at the delaware beaches okay uh being a being a bit of a beach bum for a couple of years but that's also where i got uh my real start in my previous career as a journalist. Yeah, I want to dive into that. So business was, it, what did you end up majoring in in college? What was your major? I, I started out as a general business major um, and then through a, a program I was involved with there, a, a, a business leadership program, uh, I shifted into information technology. Mm. So this was a uh, the late 90s so the internet was just Ooh, just starting cutting edge and so information technology was the field to go in it was yeah. so sought after so much demand for it but after a pair of uh programming classes i realized that wasn't quite the fit for me yeah and i really enjoyed writing and I really enjoyed current events and politics. And so after a, a conversation with my family, we realized that maybe I wasn't going in the right direction and maybe something like journalism mm -hmm. would be a better avenue for me to explore. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. That's so... I try to tell students, and we had... Um, we, you were there. We had some recent grads who were just finished their first semester of college come back and they were talking about how you know they're thinking about majors and then we had somebody from a college that was saying 75 percent of students change their major and I think that's something important for students to know going into it you don't have to have it all figured out no, there are not. options and you might discover a class that you didn't get to take in high school or a combination of, of majors or programs that you didn't even know was possible so you kind of figured out you liked writing, you liked politics, so maybe journalism. Yeah. And when you made that switch, what changed? Like you took classes, were you out interviewing? Did you do internships? There were, it, it was a whole different uh, set of classes that I had to start taking, a, a lot more general liberal arts classes that I hadn't been required to do uh, before. So here I was a senior and I actually had to take like a freshman level art history class oh, yeah. <laughs> because it was required credit that I hadn't needed for the business school. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we we learned uh, how to be not just writers, but how to be journalists. Uh, you know, it, newspaper writing is a whole lot different than a personal reflective essay or a novel. Mm -hmm. You know, there there's a form and a standard to it and to that process. Uh, so, you know, the, there was a lot of... I think I had one semester where I had four writing classes. Wow. All 
different types. Yeah. That's like, that's a lot. to. I try to tell students the difference in, in college classes versus high school and like what you might be doing. And I just, I don't know, depending on what you do, I'm a huge advocate of the liberal arts, but it, it's just a lot of writing. So, but four writing classes is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you made this switch to journalism. What did you feel prepared for when you left college? What were you ready for? I... I was just kind of ready to go out and I would say be my own person. Mm-hmm. Um, to go out and take some time to explore. Uh, I didn't nece- I didn't necessarily go into journalism right away. Um, I, I just did some work here and some work there. And, and part of the thought was that I was going to write a book and I had started it in college, and it's absolutely terrible, and I shudder <laughs> to think about it. Uh, but uh, that through so, through that previous through those previous jobs, I found myself living at the beach, mm-hmm. and I found that I was really ready to then move into who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do after taking some time to sort of soul search a little bit. And I got my first reporting job covering uh, Dewey Beach and Rehoboth Beach and a couple other small towns in that area. Yeah. Um, and that was just a, a really fun and fascinating experience. Yeah. What were some stories or, or things that you worked on that you still think about or remember? I I still remember my very first assignment um, as sitting in the newsroom and they had gotten a call that somebody had discovered an outbreak of fire ants. Oh, wow. In their garden. Oh, my gosh. And I thought, (laughs) okay. okay. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) So, you know, there I am trying to cover fire ants and not get bitten by the fire ants. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I didn't get bitten by the fire ants. I did learn a lot about them and and how they communicate. They they talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, And as I was learning all of that, I managed to get sprayed with some of the pesticide used to try and get rid of the fire ants. Oh, my gosh. So, um, and then I think it was about a week later, uh, I... Got a we got a call that a whale had a, a dead whale had washed up at Cape Henlopen State Park. Yeah, and that is still fifteen years later the smelliest assignment oh my gosh. I ever went to. <laughs> I can imagine very different topics being at the beach than <laughs> being inwards in the shore, and I'm sure you know just different atmosphere and feeling and on assignment, but. Yeah. And in some respects, you know, it, I still did a lot of the kind of local government reporting that I was doing here uh, as the editor of the Kent County News. Uh, there's still, you know, zoning disputes mm-hmm. and new ordinances being passed and budgets to review and school board meetings. I was covering uh, the Board of Education for the Cape Henlopen School District. Oh, wow. So I've been following um school systems for 15 years now wow 
And then eventually that brought you to Kent County. What Was there something between the beaches in Kent County? There was. Uh, I was starting to look toward, again, coming back home, coming back to the shore. And uh, the Star Democrat, uh, which is affiliated with the Kent County News, they're all part of the same chain, the Star Democrat being the flagship paper. They were looking for a reporter for Caroline County. Mm-hmm. And... So I applied for that, and I got that job and moved back, uh, moved to Easton, moved back to Easton, where my family's from, where I grew up. Uh, So I was covering in Caroline County government, and I also started covering the General Assembly at that point for the Star Democrat. Mm -hmm. And I was also covering uh, the federal government. I was doing, uh, I was regularly interviewing our congressmen and our senators talking to them about what was going on at the federal level. Um, And then for a brief period, I was the news editor for the Star Democrat. And then since I was already, uh, we bought a house, my wife now and I had bought a house here about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so since I was living in Chestertown and the editorship for the Kent County News opened up, why not? It, it was a natural fit that the yeah. publisher called me into the office and said, well, would you like to be the editor of the Kent County News? I said, absolutely. Yeah. My wife and I, uh, we would take our dog for a walk in town through Chestertown and before that. And I would look at the Kent County News office and think, you know, what if in five years, <laughs> you know, that position opens up. Wouldn't oh that gosh. be great? <laughs> you made it. You made it happen by putting and it into si- the universe. Six, six months. <laughs> six months later was when I was in the publisher's office. Wow. <laughs> See, okay, we call that manifestation, <laughs> and students take note. No, that's yeah, that's wild. And that was your position for how many years were you? Uh, just shy of ten years. Wow. With the Kent County News. Wow. So during that time, you really became even more acquainted with Kent County Public Schools and what was happening here and attended school board meetings. And so then it just kind of seemed like a natural fit when the position opened. They created this position that you would be able Mm -hmm. to move into it. They they had announced that they were opening, they were creating the position in August and they were looking probably October, November for it to really sort of go live. And... You know, I. It was an opportunity that really interested me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother uh, was a career teacher at uh, Easton Elementary, mm-hmm. and um, I would actually call her every every few years and say, "If I want to be a teacher, what what would I need to do?" Mm-hmm. And um, and I made one of those clauses as recent as this spring. Yeah. Um, I just was getting a feeling that I was maybe ready to start looking for something else. I, I loved being the editor of the Kent County News. Yeah. That was absolutely my dream job was to be the editor of my hometown paper. Yeah. Um, but after it, being an editor of a newspaper is a grueling... Hold on job imagine and, uh, grinding deadline happening yeah. absolutely and I was just kind of ready to try something new yeah and with this opportunity opening up and still a chance to serve my community that's something 
um, that's really important for me is I want my work to I want to be a part of the community I want to help serve our community uh, I want to to have that relationship with the place that I call home absolutely and you know and to do it and to do it for our schools you know uh, for our students and our teachers and every staff member every person that works so hard in our school system mm-hmm. if I can help them I want to I, I, I want to be I want to be a part of that that's lovely I love that so with that what are some projects you're working on or what is something that you hope to I know it's a brand new position you're just sort of diving into it building the plane as you're flying it like we like to say like oh yeah well yeah let's try that let's do that but are there certain elements that you want to do or projects that you want to work on oh there there is uh, an ever-growing list <laughs> how uh, many conversations of, of have projects, you had yes. where people are like hey dan how about this you're absolutely like, i'll add it <laughs> absolutely um we're looking at everything from uh working on our on the Kent County Public Schools website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a, a big part of what I'm doing is uh, just telling our story again, uh, talking talking to the community about all the great things that are happening in our schools because there are so many amazing things happening, so many great programs. Uh, that we have, like the Next Gen Scholars Program, mm-hmm. you know, it, our students are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how can we tell people? How can we show people that? Yeah. You know, um, and so that that's a big part of what I'm doing. I am out in the schools. Um, I am taking pictures writing stories in some ways i'm i'm still being a reporter yeah uh with what i'm doing but i'm also looking at the avenues that we're using to tell our story yeah and how we can build on those too that's great yeah that's so exciting there's so many possibilities with that is there something that you it's kind of neat because it's a even though you're you're pretty well acquainted with kent county public schools sometimes being here and being in the buildings you're you're opening up to so many more things so is there something that you've learned or discovered through starting these projects that you're like that's pretty incredible but just uh a lot of the programs and and a lot of the classes that are being offered uh, you know we did um the administration did a series of learning walks. Mm-hmm. I, I, they they went to every school. They spent all day um, in each of the schools, visiting classrooms, um, talking with principals, just seeing, you know, from the ground up what's happening in the schools and in the classrooms. And I was a part of those. And things like um, coming into the high school, I didn't. There's a forensic science class. Yeah. In the high school. I had they're doing like CSI kind yes, of stuff yeah, here at the cool. high school. I had I had no idea. Yeah. Um that we had classes like that. I I knew we offered a, a, just a, an astonishing array of classes here. But I didn't know just what some of them were. So to to get to step into one of those classes and see it just I mean that blew me away. Yeah. 
and see the students engaging with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just being able to physically be in the building and seeing what the students are learning, how the teachers are approaching the learning situation, yeah. that's been pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I saw in a, a middle school class where uh, they're doing a history lesson on the Constitution. Mm hmm. And they all broke out into groups, and they started writing their own classroom constitutions. Oh, cool. I mean, just really unique ways of teaching, the different ideas that each teacher is bringing yeah. into the classroom. It's just, it's phenomenal. Well, that's exciting to, like, think about seeing more of that pushed out there. You know, good, yes. good stories about what's happening in the classroom for people to know, and that that there's a lot of creativity and excitement and, you know, kind of change the narrative a little bit yeah. of what's happening in public King County public schools. And, and just so people understand that schools are different than, than when they went to school. Schools oh, yeah. are a yeah. lot different than when I was in high school and yeah. 1996. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about it being that far back, but yeah. you know, that's a few decades back there. Yes, it's a very different learning environment now. Yeah. So, you know, just talking about things like that and and, and helping people understand um, those kinds of changes that we've already made and the additional changes that are going to be happening through um, state-level stuff uh, like the, the blueprint for education, mm -hmm. you know. So how can I break something like the blueprint down for parents and our community members to understand. Yeah. Um, instead of just, well, we hear talk about the blueprint, but we're not looking at, it's a whole different way of thinking about public education. Yeah. So let's get, I want to get that out to people so they see and understand that. Yes. What What's happening? What are proposed ideas? That kind of thing, breaking it down. I love that. So again, part of that journalist mentality that yeah. I have still applying it just well I was going to ask level. that piece I mean definitely being in communications public relations you could really be any college major and, and as long as you've got those communication writing skills but what other skills do you think helped you get to where you are today like what are things if somebody's thinking about journalism or communications or PR as a field what what is something they should be working on what skills I will say probably the one that seems counterintuitive especially if you're talking about journalism and local journalism math really because you're looking at budgets oh you're looking yeah. at spreadsheets of numbers after numbers after numbers and yeah. and you've got to understand the relationships you've got to understand how they break down you've got to look at being able to do percentage increases or decreases from previous years yeah so you actually do need to come in with a strong math base Elections, election tallies. Oh, There's another example of the election math is just its own beast. <laughs> and you know, it, one of the things, something that attracted me to journalism is that I want to know a lot about a lot of different things. Yeah. So uh, my father was a doctor, so he had to know a lot about the human Specific. body. Yeah. Right just dig into the human body. Now, there's a whole lot of different stuff to know about the human body, but well, I'd like to know a fair amount of stuff about the human body, but also astronomy. Yeah. But also oceanography. <laughs> but also 
engineer, you know, there was and politics and history and there were just too many subjects for me to say I'm going to look at just this one yeah and make this my one path but for other people again like my father Mm -hmm. that's perfect for them Mm -hmm. so you know we so maybe if students are a little undecided but curious about learning communications or journalism could be a good path Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that option. But math also, don't forget yes. the math. <laughs> I love that. I think that's the first time I've heard somebody <laughs> say that. And that's it makes so much sense though. It really gives you that little extra edge too. If you understand budgets or budgeting or finance, like yes. that brings a little extra when you're going through that interview process of, Hey, I'm good at this. Or, I can help with this. Absolutely. Yeah. What in general, I, I love to end with this kind of general advice. So we have you know, seniors that are getting ready to enter their very last semester of high school, which is wild to think about. What what advice do you have for them moving forward to their next step? Moving forward to the next step, make sure you finish this step properly. Ooh, okay. Make sure you get that job wrapped up. Yeah. And know that you've got time to figure out the rest of your life. Yes. But keep moving forward in a direction keep and that direction can change and recognize that but find a starting place yeah and and build from there and don't be afraid to turn down a different road yeah oh i love that don't be afraid to turn yeah yeah and finish what you're working on right now. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget that but, you but, still but, have but to do... But get those assignments done first. <laughs> I'm sure I... <laughs> Mr. Zingleton over here is like, yes, yes. Finish the culminating, finish your senior project, finish the things that I need you to do because you can't get there without this one step. We have to finish what we're doing. Although I know a lot of the seniors, we've had all the snow. A lot of them are very excited because they're like, I don't have to make those days up. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I will be done. But we're... You know, we're, I think somebody, uh, one of the seniors came in to work on a scholarship and she was saying, there's 15 Mondays left for me. And I was like, that's a, <laughs> wow, that's not a lot. We're almost there. You're yeah. almost there. So, well, I love that advice. And I hope that this is just the start of the conversation. Anytime you have a cool project or something we can, we can chat about. I'd love to have you back on and kind of dive into all those different topics. Oh, I'd love to come back. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so glad to have interviewed the interviewer. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. Well, I appreciate it and really look forward to seeing all the great stories and and more. I mean, it's already started. There's, you know, just knowing that there's more on the horizon is really exciting. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, that is our show for today. And we look forward to seeing you next week. We're going to dive into all things with Shore Rivers. So talking about the environment, talking about some service opportunities, some leadership opportunities, and more. So we'll see you next week. Ninety point five WKHS Wharton.